Today is Tuesday, August 7th, 2018, and you're listening to the official VIEW News. I'm Adam Jar with my guest co-host, Richard Doerr. You can find all the stories we talk about on news.viewjs.org. And the site is now searchable. Just type in a topic or search by tag to find all of the related articles from our archive. At the end of August, the UJS Summit will take place in Sao Paulo, Brazil. With a great lineup of speakers and workshops, the conference is described as the biggest UJS experience in Latin America. Registration is open now. If you're a fan of the Vue DevTools, you'll be happy to know that you can now edit Vuex state directly in the DevTools, just like you can edit a component's data. I've seen some fancy ways of shuffling a deck of cards, but have you ever seen someone shuffle cards with Vue? With Vue? Uh, no, but that sounds like a fun challenge. Well, if you want to play along, Hassan Jirda has a new tutorial that walks you through dynamically creating a deck of cards that you can randomly shuffle. He covers view basics like the v4, vbind, and vion directives, and creates a pretty nice shuffling algorithm. Then he wraps all the cards in a transition group element so the cards can shuffle in a more natural way, even at varying speeds determined by the user. Sounds like a lot of what he's going on is like pretty universal and can apply to actual apps, not just card games. Totally. UI components can make an app more lean and modular because of their reusability. But just because we know components can and should be reusable, that doesn't mean we necessarily build them in the most reusable ways. Right. It's easy to make a component that satisfies a certain use case, but isn't built flexibly enough for anything but that one specific need. In his Medium article, Jonathan Harrell walks through modern component reusability. If you're into React, he showed you how React's render props can help you with your reusability. Then he moves on to Vue's scope slots. These allow you to pass properties from your child components into a scoped slot and access them from the parent. They can function as a reusable template which you can pass data to. If that sounds confusing, check out the article to see scope slots in action. It's possible for a component to have several async operations within it. For example, you could have a dashboard with several features that each require data from a separate API endpoint. Yeah, that sounds like it can get really messy. Yes, sounds like it's a job for view async operations. I'm assuming that's a plugin? It is. It wraps your async operations, taking care of states and providing a logical and clear way to access them. A new article by Maxim Yalisyayev shows how the plugin can clean up your code. ViewPress, the static site generator, is an excellent tool for creating documentation sites. And if you're collaboratively managing your docs with a team, you might consider a tool for that. Like Travis, which can automatically publish your ViewPress site every time there's a push on your master branch. Check out Samuel Pout's article on publishing your ViewPress site on GitHub Pages with the help of Travis, which offers a free tier for open source projects. Structured data is a standardized format for providing information about a page and classifying that content. Google uses structured data it finds on the web to understand the content of a page, as well as to gather information about the web and the world in general. If you implement structured data well, it can lead to you appearing in Google's enhanced search result display. Yep, so if you're doing server-side rendering with Nuxt and want to add your own structured data, check out the new article by Matt Hageman that walks through the process. Vuex is Vue's own state management pattern and library. And once you know the basics, you can start using some of the more convenient features. 
A nice feature is namespaces. These can help make it clear what action or getter you are invoking. For example, if you have multiple Vuex modules and they each have a load by ID action, you would need a clear way of knowing which module's action to invoke. If you add namespace true in your Vuex module definition, this gives you a clear way to invoke that module's getters and actions. For example, if your module is called user, you can then say this store dispatch user forward slash load by ID. Eric Liber covers this and other helpful Vuex features in his new Medium article. Forms are the primary way we can collect information from our app's users. Creating forms isn't as simple as it first may seem though, and if your app requires multiple forms, you could benefit from a tool that helps generate your forms for you, based on some data. Based on some data such as schema, which could define the types of inputs the form needs or if the forms are required? Exactly, you could use a schema. And in a new article, Gwen Yao P shows how to dynamically generate forms by using schemas with the plugin View Form Generator. Working in tech, you've probably seen a project management tool or two before. Like Asana, Rike, or Trello. Yep. Kenzo Takahashi built his own, called Enamel, and in a new tutorial series, he shows you how he built it in order to share what he learned during the development process. Nice, so what's Enamel's tech stack? Um, on front end, it's Vue.js, Vuex, Vue Router, and Apollo. On the back end, it's Node.js, Express, Apollo, and GraphQL Yoga. And it also ties in with MongoDB. Nice, and Kenzo shows you how to use all of these? Well, it's an advanced tutorial, so he doesn't explain the basics of everything in detail, but if you're interested in the tech stack or in building a product management tool, this could definitely be a good series for you. Thanks for listening to the official View News. Join us every week for the latest news in the View community. 